0: matters with sandy and kathleen and look who's with me i can <laughs> hi everyone <laughs> it's sandy we're still well we, we're together in in mind and spirit and soul and everything just not in body still we're still no, coming still <laughs> still so this is being recorded on the 26th of april we're still in social distancing measures so we're we're still zooming but um which were in, are you enjoying your social distancing?
1: I I strangely enough I am. I'm getting so much done, yeah. um, just in so many different areas of my life. It's just amazing. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm not um, I'm not not disliking it
0: at all. It's Definitely different. I mean, it's it's as everybody knows. I keep mentioning I've got a six-year-old at home. So that's been a bit challenging with, with home um, education, but um, we're getting there. It's, we're into week three starting tomorrow. So. The
1: thing that I actually miss, and I mean, you'd know this, Kath, is having my clients here. Yes. Yeah. And I'm missing hugging. Like I'm actually, um, because Kath knows this about me, I'm a huge hugger. I, I believe that there's there's, there is something that happens with physical touch when it's done in an absolutely non-sexual way of just being there as supportive. And I am missing
0: hugging. So, really, warning, that's... warning, warning, warning to all of Sandy's clients that she's going to be a hugger and a clinger, stage five clinger. I'm not um... the stage five clinger because that's
1: not why I do it for, Kathy. Yeah.
0: She's <laughs> going to be on everybody. Free hugs, hashtag free hugs. As um yeah, exactly. as we say, so today we're going to talk about uh, two different topics that have rolled into one, and that is online dating when during this um during a pandemic, and also dating or what happens when you're in a relationship with someone when you don't live with them, and social distancing measures mean that you might not be able to see them like you normally would. So. We here in, in Australia, you're allowed to visit your partner if you don't live with them, so you can go and stay the night at their place and, and so on and, and visit them. But however, if you're not up to that stage or that's something that you do really regularly and because of the way work is, working from home and social distancing, you can't do that all the time, that the nature of your relationship can change quite um, dramatically. So we thought we'd have a bit of a chat about that. Um, Sandy, would you like to lead off?
1: Yeah, um, so it's um, with the online dating, like before sort of the pandemic set in, there was so many people were, you know, it was almost like speed dating where they'd be out, you know, on Tinder and all the rest and they were going from one to the other to the other to the other. You know, it's like that. It was like beforehand was dating on steroids. Um, Whereas now, because that has had to be dialed back, and we're not talking about going back into the dark ages. People actually having to communicate because you can't physically get together. So this is, and so some of the things is that there's, you know, you're you're still using all technology, you're Zooming, you're Skyping, you're, you know, using Tinder, all that sort of stuff. All of that's still in existence. That's what I mean. We're, we're not talking about the dark ages here, but what we're talking about, and this is something that Kath and I both, without fail, communication, communication, communication. If you've now, I'm just but going to jump I do in have there. Some, yeah. I do have some warning flags within that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the things is that this is what's happening: is people are actually communicating.
0: They need um, to, all they need plan, to.
1: <laughs> don't think that because you've been skyping someone for three months and you're madly in love. Do not. These are the big warning flags. If I had a big red screen, it would be doing this. Do not plan to marry the person you have met online <laughs> until you've met them in person. That's a do very not good think disclaimer. That they are, you, because there's so many things that happen, you know, the here, the hugger. Um, that happen when you physically meet someone you've got okay pheromones smell touch feel all those sort of things that don't happen online so be aware of that because I
0: It was. People would go through like a numbers game and they might be, and it was so fast with people that I I know with clients, clients and and friends, they meet someone and and especially I've got friends that, a couple of friends that are in different age groups and they're dating men in different age groups and they...
1: my daughter's
0: 22 yeah so we've got sort of people in 20s 30s 40s and um i've got a client in her 60s and one in a a friend in the 70s that are all online dating and it's all been a different experience for them but yes it's like dating on steroids so they they move so very fast it's just like it's it's like because it's a numbers game as we say they meet someone they go out for coffee next thing you know they're madly in love and and I have a client that, that seems to always be, you know, she's found her new soulmate online. And, um, you know, this, this one's the one. He's, he's the one. And then I, I would say to her, you know, four date rule. Don't go and stay the night there for, until you've had four proper, serious, conversation-based dates where you get to know what they are. But she'll tell me the whole life story. Oh, he's a single dad. And it's always the same deal. Hard done by by the ex-partner she was a nutcase you know he's now trying to do the right thing and she's not allowing it to happen and he's just full of love and heart and soul and he's a wonderful partner and he's so supportive and she thinks she's met the man of her dreams and then I say okay let's just slow down let's just get to know more about him let's ask more questions let's let's learn more things and see where we're at after four dates and invariably there's been jumping in with two feet and then at the end of at the four dates, Mark, she'll turn around and go, yeah, there's something wrong with this guy. Like he's And you know, I'm like, mm, told you. Let's just, you know, back up and slow down and get to know the person, take the time to use that communication, which I was going to say before, Sandy and I are always on um, couples therapy. What's the first thing we mentioned in the first two minutes of introduction A couples therapy? Communication, and that's communica- if
1: we're on a slow day.
0: <laughs> that's if we're on a slow day, we wait that long. It's like, what is your name? Let's talk about communication. So, um, yes, definitely, that's right. So, you're right. The, the warning signs, of in, until you have met them in person, don't commit to any long-term relationships either.
1: And not only that, like, right at the moment, um, it was really interesting. I'll just let you know, Kath picked the subject today. <laughs> she said, let's do that. And I said, absolutely fine. It's, I, I didn't tell you beforehand. I was doing some um, research I don't know, that's a loose term for doing some reading on stuff that's happening within this actual genre. It was only today and yesterday. So when you said, oh, let's do this, I'm going, fine. <laughs> um, and there's so many people, like, even, uh, you know, within the dating scene, some of the stuff that you don't know is, but there's also a lot of scams in different oh, ways. So yes. you might be sitting there talking to a woman or a bloke. Next door is the wife and kids or the husband and kids and all the rest. You don't know. No,
0: um, there's a, and it's a never-ending. So just
1: be careful. Just be careful.
0: I think we have yeah. another podcast out there. I can't think off the top of my head. It might be episode four or so, um, yeah. podcast four. That talks about, um, or three might be, talks about online dating perils and how you can do a Google search on images, because often if it's, you know, I've had clients come to me and say, I've been talking to this guy and he seems too good to be true, and and there's these picture per these perfect series of photos of him, you know, buffing in the gym on the beach, you know, with his dog and everything's perfect and great, and and the story is just not quite believable. And I've had them search the Google image, and sure enough, it comes up as being pinned to a scam, or the image has been used on a lot of different um, websites, so it's a good idea and to check them. Like,
1: and that's like what Kath and I are doing, you know, we do Zoom, and you know, I've been doing Zoom with clients for years, as Kath knows, but um, the thing is that you sit down, and we're doing like what we're doing, and... They, People are getting really inventive. Like, I love, 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 love what's happening. So they'll organise a date night and, you know, have Uber Uber, and have dinner together and, you know, sit down and have drinks over the internet or over, sorry, the internet, over FaceTime or Zoom or Skype or whatever. There's, it's just fabulous some of the stuff happening. happening and how inventive people are actually getting out there. It's a
0: perfect time to march out those things that I love, those icebreaker questions in relationships. So if you've never <laughs> used icebreaker questions yes. before, this is a good time that you can have dinner, have a coffee. I had um, a coffee chat actually with the school mums the other day. We had a Zoom um, coffee catch up because, you know, all the kids are in bed and we haven't seen each other in like a couple of months and we just want to talk about how things are going with home education and so on. But you can do that. You can still have your um, your coffee chat or catch up with someone, um, hopefully a little more successful than your cup of tea incident, the, the great online date. If you haven't heard that, you definitely need to hear Sandy's cup of tea incident with um, <laughs> with someone she met online that searched through the online dating episode. I said, I think it's three or four. But um, that's a doozy. and people comment on that. like that is that. How brutal you were. But truthful. But you were honest as well. And oh, so that's um, I talk about communication. I had this exact conversation. I was out walking the dog, doing my exercise earlier, and I was talking to my friend who went on a first date with a guy that she met online. so ordinarily she would have chatted to someone online and gone out to coffee really quickly. So she couldn't do that. So um, they had been they'd emailed back and forth about a dozen times. And then at one point she was coming to me saying, I need some extra, what can I ask him? What can I?" I she'd run out of things she could ask him to generate conversation. That's well, I said to her, I mean, perhaps it's time that you have a phone conversation to see what it's like when you actually talk to each other over the phone and see how you flow with conversation then because people can be quite different in text and email to what they are on the phone. So they had a two-hour phone conversation and then they decided to do a a walk in the park. So they did this. Now, that walk in the park was the most awkward conversation they had, she said, she's ever had. And she's a very, she's a big talker. But because I said to her, this is a great opportunity to get to know someone before you go out for all the same conversation we've had here. And she was convinced it would be fine. Um, I felt like he was perhaps embellishing his life a little bit. There was a few things there that I wasn't quite, wasn't sitting right. So they anyway, they went out, um, went for this walk, and, and it, it was really awkward. And then he had an anticipation, because they had communicated so many times via email and one phone conversation, that there was going to be sex on the oh, first meeting. Yeah. Yeah. So he had this anticipation, and she just went, no, no, no. And I said to her, this is a great time, I said, at your age and experience to be open and honest and communicate and say to him, just because we've communicated via email and on the phone doesn't mean that you're not a stranger to me. You are still a stranger to me and I would like to get to know you more. So it's being communicative and saying, yes, we can't go out for dinner. I would normally go out for dinner and a movie or what have you. We're going to have to find another way to get to know each other. So she said, I don't know that I could say that to him. She said, I'm really not interested in him. I said, well, then again, you need to tell him. Yes. You need yeah. to tell him. Don't string him along. Say to him, I think we communicate well in this instance. We're not and, communicating here. And
1: guess what? With this sort of forum, like with doing, you know, if you set up where you do a Zoom or whatever session with, um, you know, with someone and you and you happen to be going through the evening and you're sitting there and you're just going, you just know, go, you know, connection's not great. We may drop
0: out. You seem to be <laughs> freezing up. I don't know what's going on. Can you hear me? Can you Hang hear on. me? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hang on, maybe that's just zooming away from the truthful communication <laughs>
0: here. Just a little bit. But, but you can be honest. And, and that's another thing. Yeah. It's, it's much better to say to someone... Well, well what i said to her tonight was i said be honest with him and say we've we've had a lot of you know emails back and forth we had a great two hour phone conversation yet when we met face to face we weren't able to to talk why do you think that is and and because open that
1: like and the thing is that he may find this forum is very easy but doing one on one on with people he may be just incredibly
0: shy. Yes, that's right. And, yeah. No. So I said, You could be letting a great relationship go, but if you don't work out why, I mean, he might say, oh, I find it a bit intimidating when I first meet somebody. Yeah, it takes me. And
1: guess what? He may not know that either. He may, well, he may sorry, not. So he can't
0: communicate it. Can't communicate <laughs> it. So, um, but, you know, I said, Maybe it's just that the, he might say, I'm used to a first date being over dinner, not walking along, you know, in the park and so on. So it's, yeah, and it's, it's making people learn new skills that they didn't necessarily have before. And it's, if you think about wartime, the Second World War, people would go away to war and leave their loved one behind. And they could only communicate via written letters that could take months and months to get home. So there was no such thing as emails where you could send an instant reply or, or messenger or any of those things. They learnt to communicate in that way because that was their only choice.
1: It was really interesting, just a little segue here. I was, as you know, I've been cleaning out the shed. And I found, and I lived over...
0: That was as I know. I know she's been cleaning out the shed, not all of our listeners, but now the listeners know you've been cleaning out the shed.
1: I've been cleaning out the shed. And in there I found, I lived um, overseas for, you know, three years of my life. And so mum and dad were great. Letter writers, so they didn't like me ringing so much because it used to freak them out. And even though it didn't cost much even back then, and I found all these letters. Mum had kept letters that I'd written, and I was reading through some of them, and they were just delightful. I'm going, "Oh, I was such a good writer back then. I don't think I'd be that good now." It was really interesting.
0: I have a similar um, le- a lot of letters that my mum found that my Grandparents had communicated to each other when uh, my grandfather had come to Melbourne from a country town to establish the family home and to get a job and so on and then Nana was following with the children. They communicated and there were some interesting things that they communicated yes. like a well communicative a well established couple. And she was communicating normal things. She was talking about constipation in one of the children. Oh, yes, I need to sort out, you know, such and such as constipation before we come in on the train, you know, up to Melbourne. So, But they just communicate like it was a phone conversation or just a general across the the lounge room. So it's uh, because, as I was saying to Sandy just before when we were discussing what we're going to talk about today, there's people that have all of a sudden found themselves in what is effectively a long-distance relationship, Whereas before, yes. they might have lived a half-hour drive from each other and they both work busy jobs, but they would get together a couple of times during the week and, and on weekends I would, you know, spend one weekend at someone's house and one at the other person's house the next weekend. And now they're sort of going, well, I can't do that because I'm working from home and I've got the kids here and I can't travel or you can't come here because my mum's elderly and she's here as well. and So there's I've got friends and... and um, Clients that are finding themselves in sudden long distance relationships and long distance relationships are hard work.
1: They are very hard work because and because it's so layered and it's so different for everyone. Like every relationship, some people cruise through a long distance relationship, others struggle, and the majority struggle.
0: Hmm. It's
1: it's it's not the norm.
0: And what makes it. So what makes it harder at the moment is there's no end date. It's not like you're saying, oh, his, you know, my partner has a six-month contract and they've gone to Antarctica, another state, whatever it is, for six months and I know they're going to be back on the 1st of October and we're just trying to work through it. This is a, a case of we don't know if it's going to be weeks, months, probably not a year, but it's going to be weeks at least before things will start to return to normal. Um, And especially if you do live a fair distance apart, like if you're in a say regional area and and they're in um, You know an urban area that you all of a sudden it's like you're across the other side of the country, so and it's
1: it's a fantastic like I think uh, These are like golden opportunities to actually really hone those communication skills a when like what we were talking prior to this, you know, when you first meet someone, you know, it's a great space to investigate those things in a really safe space. And as Kat's talking about, with being in a relationship and then it's inadvertently turned into this um, distance relationship, it gives each of the couples the opportunity to communicate in, really old-fashioned ways where you actually have to it's not a case of sitting together and you know eating dinner and you know whatever it's a case where you've actually got to talk to each other and communicate you know yesterday this and you communicate about no, i'm feeling this or whatever it's you know and then learning how to compromise and how to support you know and that comes both ways it's it's a it's a I think a really unique and a very positive outcome
0: establishing know, a support that. and connection with each other on another level because mm. it may be the case that you don't realize what makes up your relationship until you can't be together all the time so if you're say people that rely on sex and physicality to keep that connection or if you're people that say well we have a we, we play sports together so we do bowling on a Tuesday night and and basketball on a Thursday night and we spend the weekends at the football and we do that all of a sudden you can't do any of those things you've got to find a different way to connect so it might shed some light on and it could shed a lot of good and bad things in a relationship that there may be some people that are sitting back there saying I thought we had a really good relationship I thought we were strong but I've noticed that because I can't go over to his place on Wednesday night and have pizza all of a sudden he doesn't call me so, I, I'm just
1: going to put a, 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 a warning in there as well. It doesn't Warning, mean, warning,
0: warning. I'm doing the warning. Yeah,
1: warning, the, we're splashing red again. <laughs> it doesn't mean that if you end up in a, a you know, the long-distance the long relationship inadvertently because of this, that even though your relationship was very physical and you were going to football, all that, And that's what you're, that doesn't mean it was a bad relationship, but when all of that's removed, it's very hard to maintain it. And that also doesn't mean that that's a bad relationship. It just means that the way that you guys communicate is physical, going out, socialising and all the rest. So understand that even then when you're going, oh wow, this is really hard, I've Preferred, I prefer blah 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 blah. That's a communication, but you may well struggle a lot more. It doesn't. I, it does not mean that, that even if your relationship doesn't make it. That's why I say as long mm. long distance relationships are inherently more difficult, and because it's not normal. No, it's not normal. No, it's not how people um, so normally So the fact yes. is that you know that if your relationship doesn't survive that, it actually doesn't mean that it was a bad relationship either.
0: No. You can have... And and likewise, I mean, how many times have you said this? We're, We're attuned to, in this society, thinking that you meet someone in your early 20s that you'll fall madly in love almost immediately, get married, have children, have the house with the white picket fence, be together until you die. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that's a perfect relationship. And likewise, if you go through 50 years of marriage or two 25-year marriages or, you know, a 20 and two 10s or whatever it is, and you get to the end of your life, if you, but you can be happy in a short-term relationship that might have served its purpose, given you a great time over two years and then you moved on to something different or that person passes away or whatever it is. It doesn't mean that you, you just sort of go, oh, well, that's a failure. So, you know, great relationships can last for five minutes or 50 years. So it just it's, it's the context of what happens in the middle of that, that that's great. And I, I think likewise you're saying about what makes up your relationship too, sometimes it can be the highlight when you get somebody that relies on, and we've had it in couples therapy, I know people go, he doesn't love me, he never brings me flowers. And so, if if you're someone that you go, oh, okay, so I think, oh, Rob, my partner brings me flowers, but it's very sporadic. So where would I be standing? But um, I think likewise, if you rely on those physical gestures, so if you if you're there going, if he doesn't ring me, if he doesn't give me flowers, if he doesn't offer to do this to me or whatever or with me then um, he obviously doesn't love me then this can be a real test of people as well that they can sort of go, Oh, he's not doing all these things or they're doing all these things that therefore there's no love, but they don't communicate that. So you've got to then turn around and say, I know we're not able to do the normal things and I, and, and to say, I feel unsafe. I feel unsafe in this relationship, what can we you know, let's talk about it. got what communicate.
1: Communicate.
0: Yeah, it's a funny thing that communication it seems to come up a lot. It does.
1: I, I don't think that we would do couples therapy without saying communication at least five or ten times in, in every hour.
0: We need to get it on a little stick, just written on a stick, just communication. Yeah, just communication.
1: communication.
0: communication. I, I know, sometimes I've, I've caught myself in therapy where it's always come out, sarcastic, and I've gone, oh, my God, is that like communication? Are you two, like, communicating? Is this?" And I have to pull myself up and go, oh, look at you two, communicating. Aren't you cute? But it it is—it's what it comes down to. And like I said, be upfront. If hindsight's a wonderful thing, like you think—if you hadn't have been as open and honest with the man with the cup of tea, in that you could have ended up in a in a really poor twelve-month relationship or five-year relationship with someone that, but you didn't. You stood up and went, no, no, this is (laughs) not going to work for me. And I, and I think a lot of people are scared. They're scared they won't find somebody else to date, or you know they're worried that they're wrong because they want to tell the truth or they want to communicate better. So they've got to be the wrong one. It's not happening on the other side. Put it out there. You never know and what the you might thing get. Is that,
1: you know when you you know when you look at what's happening now and you sort of um, you know as you know you sort of got those genres of the young and like right through the age groups of how can you do online dating or how can you do dating throughout what we're going through you can yes and you and not missing out one of the things is you (laughs) upskill
0: that's right do a course do a course in communication and online dating listen to podcasts by crazy people in australia (laughs)
1: that's right and enjoy it like Mm. the fact actually sit back and um, be probably more honest in a way because there's a little bit of distance there that's where you, that that warning where you don't always know but after a while once you start to get a feel for someone you go oh yeah I did this that whatever and 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 you realize that you're and you, 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 because you know how you were saying your friend and the guy would embellish At the beginning of a relationship, you'll build the lily, so to speak, and embellish. it, That's normal. But once you start settling down, and it it then becomes a little bit more fluid, um, you get to practice that even with yourself, and even people that are shy or have low self-esteem, they can then start to learn how to say no and thank you, and You know, and so they can build in a different way. And even in those, potentially in those relationships that were really good prior to this that are showing cracks and all the rest, be gentle with each other because it does Mm -hmm. not mean that your relationship was crap beforehand even if it's going through cracks now because it's not normal. Just be kind Mm -hmm. to each other, even if the kindness is you know, I don't think that I want to do this anymore, then that's fine too because that's the truth maybe both
0: of you. That's right. And sometimes that time apart where you go, we can't see each other all the time, might also highlight that you're happy in not being there. So, you know, and it gives you a break because sometimes relationships are hard. If it, if you're in a relationship where it feels like it's hard work constantly there's you're you're compromising or you feel like they just they're not communicating with you what you either lay it out on the table and start to talk about what the issues are and how you can fix it or you say you know what i i've tried that and i don't think it's going to work for me and this is your chance to dial back you've got every excuse under the sun too that you can lay the truth out on the table and then say you're not going to bump into them out somewhere are you (laughs) like you can you can process you know
1: and one of the things that you can do when you're doing online dating like this, like when you're you meeting people and having dinner or drinks with them, is you get to dress up, <laughs> you know. And, and, yes. You know, get out of, you know, the jammies, because I do have jammies on under the
0: fist. <laughs> so do I.
1: Same. <laughs> so well, I've got we them. Can do oh, this, I, can't, yeah. I can't give it. A... <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, this is and you can get
0: all dressed up and you know in your finery I put on perfume today I put on
1: perfume today oh how exciting I
0: know I was like perfume because I was going to the supermarket so (laughs) so exciting I read the perfume but um yeah so is there anything else you wanted to add do you think
1: I'm sure I'll think of something in five minutes time. So this is the beauty of what we're doing. We can always come back to it at some
0: stage. We want to hear about your online dating stories, your experiences, what you're learning about your relationship. So you can hop on the Facebook page My Matters with Sandy and Kathleen or you can and send us a message there or um pop a, a comment onto the post for this. And uh, so this will be a you if you're watching this on YouTube there'll also be a podcast on iTunes iHeartRadio, Radio, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And if you're watching, if you're listening to it as a podcast, you can hop over to YouTube, and Google "Mind Matters with Sandy and Kathleen." And you can see us in uh, and see how, all of our splendor, pajama bottoms, and all, because um, <laughs> we are real people, believe it or not. I'm surprised we haven't had a dog and a child. You have two cats. You've had to you had to take an interlude before we started to let cats in. So we have animals. We are working from home, and that's the reality. Uh, and also a an email. You can shoot off an email to um, what are we Sky Wellbeing Centre at Bigpond dot com. It's good that I know our name, isn't it? We are doing Sorry. Zoom. It's good that I know our name. I know I know what the email address is. <laughs>
1: I'm yeah, I'm incredibly impressed, Kath. I'd be sitting there going, "Hang on, where's the cue card for all of that?"
0: I should write it down. That would make... I think though, at this point, if you listen to enough podcasts, if I just reeled it off and had no issues with it, you go, "What's going on there? That's not her," because I normally stumble over it. So I think um, <laughs> it's best that I'm naturally me, approachable me. That's
1: right, and and, you, and anyone would know that I don't do it. <laughs>
0: So by all means, if you're interested in more on the online dating or coping with anxiety also during this COVID social isolating situation or if you're overseas, actual lockdown, mm-hmm. because we're not wearing partial lockdown, not full lockdown here, go back through the, the podcast and have a bit of a look. And I've also done a couple of interview, a few interviews now with people and, and talking about how they're managing their mental health and what they're doing to keep themselves occupied. So I've interviewed a couple of oh, people in Oh, hang on, I've got
1: one more tip. If you're using Zoom, make yes. sure you lock your meeting.
0: Yes, we just discovered. So that's in the, um, it's in the manage participants part of the, um, There, if you go to the little dots, little three dots down the bottom right-hand side and click on that after you've done manage participants and lock the meeting so that you can't have something nasty go on during the middle of your coffee date with friends. Um, so yeah, that's a good tip as well. It's a very, that's a good safety tip good safety tip and this week i'm interviewing someone in london who's living right in the middle of london working from home and um so that will be interesting so she's a 27 year old um, stage producer so she's got yeah so she's in a house with a hairdresser and a couple friends and they're um i'm going to find out their adventures so i'm interviewing her later uh, on next weekend uh, about their experiences in london during this time so that should be interesting stay tuned well have a good night everybody thank you for joining us and we will hope to um to hear from you all and um and stay safe above everything else okay bye bye